be with you. Ayo. Don't sound so peaceful. Let's try again. The peace of the Lord be with you. Okay, that's good. Now I feel more peaceful. First time I found out Jesus was bald. All along I thought he was bold. But, uh, <laughs> okay, it's good to be here, right? the, the passage that was read to us uh, from Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, Emmanuel. You know, Jesus has so many names. And one of the names is Emmanuel. Emmanuel meaning God with us. You know, names actually, actually represent character. Okay? And, and they describe the nature of a person. So when our parents give us names, they, they have something in mind. They are hoping that maybe this child would turn out to be a certain way or so. So when, when Jesus is introduced to the world, he is introduced as one of the things is Emmanuel, God with us. I think every name, or at least most names, have meaning. My name, Jaya Kumar. It comes from two Tamil words. Jaya meaning victorious. Kuma is a short form for prince. So now you know who is standing before you. <laughs> victorious prince. I thank God uh, for my father and my mother, my mother especially, who chose this name. Right? Uh, I, I don't know why my father just gave in and uh, let my mother choose the name. So Jaya Kumar. I'm sure your name has meaning, right? Yes, no? Okay, why don't you turn to the person beside you, very briefly, don't tell all your ancestors' name, just this, the meaning of your name. The meaning of your name. Tell it to the person next to you. Wow, your name's got so many meaning. Uh. Because some of you have not stopped talking at all. Well, it's almost like the name of Jesus, you know, so many meaning. Done or not done? I, I don't want to stop you. If there's so much to explain, you better explain. Since we have already started. Right? Or maybe after lunch, afterwards you continue. Right? Whose name has no meaning? Can I see your hand? Okay, anybody here no meaning? Your, your name has no meaning? Or you do not know the name? Or you don't know the meaning of the name? Anybody? 
So everyone's name has meaning. You sure? Okay. So Jesus, the name given to him is Immanuel. Im is in Hebrew with Anu, us, El, God. With us, God. Or as we would say, God with us. Emmanuel. And, and, and we realize that indeed all of us would want God to be with us. And we want God to be on our side. And we find in the scripture this Jesus whom God sent to us. He is a God who is present with us in all circumstances of life. When all is well with us, you know, sometimes we forget that everything is well with us because God is with us. And, and so we need to take time to thank God, to reflect on what God has done for us, that God is with us. You know, the greatest gift at every Christmas is God is with us. We are not people who are, who are forsaken. God is with us, you know. And so we need to appreciate this fact, give thanks to God that God is with us. In our happy moments, God is with us. You know, sometimes we are so happy that we forget that God is with us. God is seeing us through and we are happy because of all of God's goodness shown to us. Sometimes when we get popular, we forget God. We forget that you know, once we were no people, but now we have become somebody. God has made us somebody. And, and all of that is possible because God is with us. And so we must learn to cherish the presence of God. And in all circumstances in life, especially in good times, we want to remember that God is with us. A few years ago, I was feeling really down. So down, I, I, I cannot describe to you. I cannot go into all the details. You know, don't crack your head finding us trying to think what may have happened to me. Nothing much. But I was really, really down, at least at that uh, point in my life, just a few years ago. Then a friend of mine called me, said, Jaya, come over. Come and spend some time with us. He doesn't know anything about what was going on with me. But he just felt it was a good time, you know, as he had been persistently calling us. Just say, come and spend some time. And so we went over as a family, went over, we were with him. The three or four days, I think maybe we were there for four days with him. He talked and he talked because, you know, uh, we, we have been friends for very long, but we have not seen each other for about 15 years or so. And so we, he just talked and talked, and, and all that we did was we just ate and ate because it was just a few days before Christmas, and he's such a good cook. He was just cooking and cooking, and whenever he was feeding us, he was talking. So he just worked very nice. He only likes to cook. He doesn't like to eat. So we only like to eat. We don't want to talk. <laughs> you know? And so he just talked and talked. And he was just telling me all those times, those few years that we have not seen him, how God had been at work in his life at work in his life, just doing this and that for him, for his wife, for his daughter, 
and in this new land that they have gone to, how they purchase a, 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 a property, how they build the house, and, and, and we were the first guest in their house. It was a beautiful house. And he just told us so many things about what God had done. Not that all was fantastic. There were down moments in their lives as well. But in all of that, he was just rejoicing. You know, even in those things which I would have just described as down moments in his life, he could see how God was at work, raising him up to be a better, a finer, a wonderful person. How God was blessing his family. You know, we forget, friends, when all is going on well in our lives, it is all because God is with us. Amen? God is with us. And, and, and that's the message of Christmas, that God has come down to us. Although we are struggling, we are sinful, but God has come to us. And because of His goodness, His graciousness, His grace at work in our lives, we are who we are. But God is not only a God who is with us when everything is going on well, but God is also a God who is with us when we find that things are not really turning out the way we want things to turn out. You know this verse, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. This is a verse taken from the Old Testament of the Bible, from the book of Isaiah. And in the context, this was what was going on. There was a king by the name of Ahaz, King Ahaz. Some of you know Israel had uh, King Saul as their first king, King David as their second king, King Solomon as their third king. And during those times, uh, Israel was a united kingdom. But when Solomon had died and his son Rehoboam took over, Israel had become a split nation, split into the northern kingdom and into the southern kingdom. The southern kingdom of Israel was under threat. Isaiah chapter 7, under threat. And King Ahaz was entirely shaken up. He was so very fearful. And in that context, you know, because he, he, the, 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 the two nations are going to attack him, Syria and the northern kingdom of Israel are, are gathering to attack the southern kingdom of Israel. And so the king Ahaz was just entirely shaken up. He was so fearful as to what is going to happen. And in, in that context, God comes to him and gives him this assurance. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call him Emmanuel. God was way ahead promising him that God will take care of him, his nation, his people. But of course, in the context, Ahaz will choose not to believe. Ahaz will choose to align himself with Assyria, a, a, a much more powerful nation, thinking that that nation can help him. And so instead of turning to God, instead of looking to God, who is with him, who is assuring him that all will be well with him, he turns to a foreign nation, thinking that this powerful nation can get him out of his trouble. In the context, God says, 
the virgin shall conceive, bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel. God is saying that, you know, I, I will send you a son. His name will be Emmanuel to, to, to remind you again and again that I am with you. God is with you. So some of you here, in good times, maybe sometimes we remember, yeah, God is with us. But in difficult times, we find it difficult to believe that God is actually with us. But really, the Bible tells us, God is with us. You don't believe it? Remember the Christmas story. For the first time, you know, the child was given to assure us that God is with us. And God has remained with us in your life, in my life. God is a God who is with us in all our adversity. So like King Ahaz, trembling in fear, but he just needed to know that God was with him. But he, he couldn't. Maybe somebody here, you're going through a difficult time. You are, you're, you're having so much of fear inside you. You know, a lot of us struggle with fear. All of us, we fear something. Am I right? Some of us fear something. Some of us fear someone. But God gives us this assurance. In the midst of your fears, God is with you. In the midst of your fears, you are not forsaken. God is with you. I don't know what is your fear. Different people fear different things. I read some time ago, there was this, uh, this couple. They were coming to church all the while together, but as they had aged, as they had grown so much older, the pastor noticed that it's only either one of them who would come to church. If the husband came, the wife would not come. If the wife came, the husband, husband would not come. And so the pastor began to wonder what's going on with them. You know, only either one of them turning up. So he said one day he decided he's going to approach the couple, you know, whoever turns up and just ask them what's going on. It seems this, the, the person who turned up, either the husband or the wife, it seems said, we are so afraid, Pastor, that our house, that our house may be broken into. You know? So when one comes out of the house, one stays in the house. Now some of us may think, no, that's ridiculous. But that's fear. That's fear. Different one of us have different fears. For some of us, somebody else's fear looks, sounds ridiculous. But for someone else, our fears may sound ridiculous, right? We fear a whole lot of things. What is your fear this morning? What or who are you afraid of? Compare that with God. The God who is with us. Are you still fearful? God is with us. Are you still fearful? Now and then, I'm sure we'll be afraid of something. But we need to remember, God is with us. And then for some of us, there's just so much of pain in life. And we do not know how to cope with that pain. And, and, and some of us, we are struggling with that pain. You know, a few months ago, maybe you read this as well. I read a few months ago, there was this young girl 
uh, in Sabah, if I'm not mistaken. In her Instagram posting, it seems she posted there asking a question to all the people who are following her in the Instagram. She asked them a question, should I die or should I live? Basically, she was asking, should I commit suicide or should I not? And it seems those who are following her in the, in the, in the Instagram, it seems 69% of them said to her, you should die. Seriously. Seriously. 69% of people told her, go ahead and die. And so she committed suicide. Some of you remember this one? Yeah. She committed suicide. The pain that we go through in life, you know, that causes us to go in certain direction, to do certain things, because we are overwhelmed by those pains that we go through in life. Some people are just weary, so tired of life. They feel alone, maybe, even when surrounded by people, just tired of life. Again, I read about a man, very successful person, a lawyer, practicing lawyer, very successful in life, married, a, a, a wonderful lady, bought a beautiful house, lived in a very posh area. It's in one day when the wife came back home, she found her husband in a pool of blood. In a pool of blood. He was dead. She called the paramedics. He rushed by, saw him, and confirmed that he had died. They found a small note in his pocket addressed to his wife, very successful lawyer, a small note addressed to his wife. He had actually shot himself. He had killed himself. This is what he wrote in the small note, which the police then handed over to the wife. It is not that I do not love you. It is just that I am so tired. It is not that I don't love you. It is just that I am so tired. It happens. Weariness that sets in. And you know, in all of these things, the sorrows in our lives, the pains in our lives, the weariness, the fear, and whatever else, whatever troubles we may have, whatever anxieties we may be facing, uncertainties of the future. All of these sometimes causes us to forget that God is actually with us. God is with us. In the midst of all these troubles, if we would only turn to Him, not turn to the Instagram to ask for advice, but to turn to God and to find Him. And if you would, then you will realize God is with you. He's with you, my friends. He is with me. You know, at a young age, at the age of 16, I came to Christ. I don't come from a Christian home, but at the age of 16, just as I had turned 16, I came to Christ. But I came to Christ at a point of crisis in my own life. My father had died when I was about 12 plus. 
and uh, life had become increasingly difficult, increasingly painful. I, I don't have the time, or, or rather I have the time, you don't have the time to listen to all of that. There's a lunch waiting for you. You know, I, I have all the time in the world, right? But you don't have the time to hear me. No, but I, I went through a crisis in my life at the age of 16. I attempted suicide. Of course, it's very clear to you I didn't die. <laughs> are you happy I didn't die or why are you laughing? <laughs> happy or not happy? Happy what? I <laughs> I thank God I didn't die that night. I was so sure, even today, I tell myself, I would have died that night. You know, for, for what I did, I could have died. You know, I should have died. But I didn't. God had preserved me. I come to know Him. You know, and I came to know Christ almost towards Christmas. The very first service that I was in, in church, was Christmas service. So Christmas is very, very meaningful to me. It brings back a whole lot of memories. Of course, being here, it brings different memories. My kids were very young, like the kids that you saw just now, running around in and out of every possible door here. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I came to know Christ at the age of 16 and discovered, indeed, God is with us. God is with us. You know, as I sat down and I listened to my friend, like I said, you know, I was with him a few days and he was telling me all the things that God has done. My own weariness just left me. Tiredness just left me. You know? And I came back on time, on the 24th of December, I remember. We flew back as a family and the next day I was preaching at a Christmas service. This was a few years ago. God with us. He comes to us and reminds us in very powerful ways. If our hearts are open, if our hearts are open to God, if you open your life to God this morning, then you will experience God with you. Don't turn to here and there, my friends, to find comfort or to find advice, to find strength. There's one place where we find strength, advice, comfort, peace, love, joy, and everything else in life. It is with Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. You know, I came to Christ at the age of 16, as I told you. Today, I have only one regret. I regret that I had not come to know Jesus earlier. Really, seriously. I just wish I had come to know Jesus earlier. My sister, who used to go to uh, Methodist school, used to come back bringing Bibles with her. I would just quietly go to my father, tell him, sister is reading Bible. And, and he would say to me, take it, tear it away, throw it. I confess this morning, I did all of that. <laughs> you know? But God had a way of meeting with me. I gave my life to Jesus. I've not regretted. God is with us. In all our ups and downs, God is with us. It doesn't mean that when we have God with us, it doesn't mean that there are no troubles. 
But the thing is this. In our troubles, we experience God. God with us. And it makes all the difference in our lives. It makes all the difference. So there's no fear so big that could overwhelm us. No weariness so big that can take away our joy and our strength. No pain so big that God cannot handle it. Because He is God with us. When you have God with you, it makes all the difference. I want to invite you to think about Jesus this morning. To think about Jesus. I want to ask you to close your eyes for a moment, if you will. I want to sing this song to you. I'm not sure if it's a good idea, but I want to do it. If it is not good, well, it is Christmas. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can I ask you to think about this song? Think about Jesus. you bear it all alone, does the road you travel harbor dangers yet unknown? Are you growing weary in the struggle of it all? Jesus will when on his name you call He's always there Hearing every prayer Faithful and true Walking by our side In his love we hide All the day through When you get discouraged just remember what to do. Reach out to Jesus. He's reaching out to you. Is the life you're living filled with sorrow and despair? Does the future press you? With its worries and its care Are you tired and friendless? Have you almost lost your way? Jesus will help you Just call on Him today He's always there Hearing every prayer Faithful and by our side in his love we hide all the day through
discouraged Just remember what to do Reach out to Jesus He's reaching out to you Reach out to Jesus He's reaching out to you Emmanuel, God is with us. Amen? God is with us. Let me pray with you. You know, in the quietness of this moment, as we think about Jesus, what God has done for us, God himself has become a man. To come and give of himself to us on the very first Christmas so that we may be forgiven of our sins so that we may come into a right relationship with God that we may draw closer to him that we may be continually walking with him and experiencing him in our lives God with us is with us in good times, in difficult times, in challenging times, God is with us. Can I just ask you this morning, while all eyes are closed, all heads bowed, just very quickly, is there anyone here who would say to me, Jaya, I want to experience this God with us. I want to experience him in my life. This moment onwards, I want to experience him in my life. If you say that to me, you just raise your hand and put it down, and I will pray with you. Just from here, where you are seated. Okay, let me just see your hands. I want God with us. I see your hands. I want God with us. I want Him in my life. I want God in my life. I want Jesus in my life. I see those hands. Yep. Right to the back, I see your hands. Yeah. Anybody else? I see your hands right in front. Anyone else? I want God with us in me. I want to experience this God in my life. Anybody else? Anyone else? Very quickly. Yeah. Just raise your hand. Just put it down. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else? Yep. I see your hand right at the back. Yep. Anyone else? I want to experience this God in my life. God with us. Anybody else? You know, for those of you who raise your hands, I hope that before you leave today, Maybe you'd find some time to talk to your pastor or to talk to some of the leaders here you know, or talk to me you know, at the end of this service. Anybody else? One final call. I want to experience God with us in my life. I want to experience this Emmanuel in my life. Thank you. Let us pray. Father, I give you praise and give you thanks for this morning.
for my brothers and sisters here, and especially for those who have raised their hands to indicate that they want to experience you, God. And indeed, you are a God who can be experienced in our lives. There's a very reason you have come to us in Jesus. I pray, gracious God, the people here, they will open their hearts to you. They open their hearts, their lives to you so that they may continually, all through their lives, continuously experience Jesus in their lives. I command them to you. I pray your blessing upon them this Christmas and forever you'll abide in them. They will abide in you. They'll experience you as God with us, Emmanuel. Thank you, God. I pray your blessing upon all your people here this morning, this Christmas morning. I pray each and every one of us will grow closer to you, will experience you deeply in our lives. Whatever our troubles may be, whatever our problems may be, whatever our challenges may be, whatever our sorrows, our pains, we lift them up to you. Because you are our burden bearer. You bore all those pains of ours, our burdens, our sins on that cross. So we commit all our pains and struggles and sins to you. Pray that you bear all of that for us. And that we may experience eternal life. That we may experience abundant life. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Merry Christmas.